0: I am your host, Kenny Dean, and I have the pleasure of welcoming... You can go ahead introduce yourself, young man.
1: Yes, uh, Terrence Rogers. Uh, I've been a uh, did six years Army. uh been around policing the last five years or so. Uh, criminal justice degree. Uh, and Alderson brought us out in West Virginia degree in criminal justice. I'm currently pursuing a master's from Duke uh, in Durham, North Carolina, a master's of religion with a concentration in prison reform and social justice. So and I've been around policing for a little bit. I've you know done some law enforcement time, and now I'm uh, you know on the other side of it for the mo- most part, studying and trying to see how we can make things a little better for everybody.
0: Okay, that's good. Good stuff. That's why I wanted you on the show to have kind of a different perspective of what's going on, and um, you know, on the other side of that, where it's not always just law enforcement's view. Because I know a lot of people, you know, question and said, "Oh, well, you just give law enforcement view," which I try not to. I just give a view that um, that a lot of people don't have access to, where why did they do this and what was the reasoning for the police to have done this and whether or not, you know, it, I don't need to change people's minds per se, but I want them to see, okay, this is why, you know, I always say, this is why there's three police cars behind this one car, right? I try to get them into thinking this guy has a background. This guy has fought the police before. This guy's wanted for a homicide, but you can't see that while you're driving by, but we can see that on a computer. So I try to give people a different, you know, just a different perspective of why police doing, you know, do certain things. But I will say this. We both share, um, and I'm not even going to use these words that you hear in the media, the outrage, this, that. We both share some some serious disdain for what we saw that occurred in Memphis, right? Um, my take on this is you got a unit. Uh, they call it the Scorpion unit, I think, I believe, in Memphis. And, you know, every department has those units that go around in high crime areas and get get guns and drugs off the street, right? We all know that. Right. Most of the time it works well, right? Because what people don't understand, the politics of it is the citizens that live there call the mayor, they don't want to be seen, but they'll call an email, say we are fed up with the crime. And then the mayor sends it down to commander of a district and the district commander sends it to a lieutenant, chief lieutenant says, we need to come up with a plan to get rid of guns off the street. Right. We're tired of the killing. Right. And normally the way to do that. Okay. We're going to pull more officers into this area. Well, when you do that, that's fine. But then things like this may may or may not occur, right? I'm not saying all police departments because I worked in a couple of those uh, tactical agencies, uh, tactical departments or units, I should say, in the different agencies I work for. And they do work. Right. Problem is, when you have something like this, it just, it puts a bad taste in everybody's mouth. And, And because the officers that go out there, and I said it on my video, my last post, the officers that go out there and do what they're supposed to do 98% of the time, well, they don't, people don't pay attention to that. You know that. It's the 1% right. or 2% yeah. that do stuff like this that puts a black eye on everybody. And like I said, you go out there and you police and you feel bad and you haven't even done anything. But because you wear that badge, you are automatically associated with this event. And what I saw, because I'ma let you speak on your your side of it. What I saw as a professional police officer, right? Um was no more than a it was it was it looked like a gang initiation. <laughs> it really did.
1: Yeah.
0: You know what I mean? And I, I'm you, you know, you know the game. It oh. some days the bad guys win, some days good guys win, right? Some days it's a cop. You didn't got your ass kicked, and somebody got the best of you. Right. You didn't kill him; right. you fought. And then a lot of times you came back in the neighborhood the next day, and y'all shook and went on about your business. But you had an understanding that if I catch you slipping, right. you gotta go, right, right, right. right. You get away from me, so be it. Right, so once the cuffs come on; it's okay. game over. Yeah, you know. So, what was your what, what was your take on? On what you saw
1: man i and i want to want to address something you said uh so you, you talked about it being the one you know percent or so one or two percent and that is one thousand percent true right but i think that and i'm going to use a phrase that was was used um, early 90s early early 90s to early 2000s and some agencies may still use it man they would throw a phrase around quite often that said you fit the description yeah. right i remember in the 90s man it was it was crazy early 2000s was crazy you were getting stopped for crazy stuff because you wore white tee and blue jeans oh absolutely and i mean and this was big this was nelly and all those guys were doing it and we we all wanted to do it and you got stopped because you wore that particular color, that uniform, that particular clothing. And so you were associated with the thing, right? Because you dressed like that or you wore that. Right. So no, it is not everybody. But we fit the description. <sighs> and so I think that, man, that was one of the most, that, that it hit me like a ton of bricks when a guy told me down on the street. He yeah. said, hey, all y'all are not bad. He said, I know. He said, but well, just like you tell us, he said, you fit the description. And I'm like, damn, yeah. because it's true. It's not everybody, but because, you know, they are us and we are them. When they do something, essentially we do something
0: exactly. because
1: we're, we're one community, right? right? And so now we have to work 10 times as hard to get that, you know, look uh, disassociated with us. And so it's complicated. And I think that's why there's so many different measures that should be put in place for police. To be honest, we got to um, the standards has to be lifted. You know, um, we have to stop allowing certain people to become cops. Um, they have to complete certain training. And I think that there needs to be an extensive amount of training put in place to be a cop, you know, because there's just certain and certain things are unavoidable. Right. Certain things are unavoidable. But at the end of the day, there should be uh, so much you have to go through to become a cop because it's not a game and it's not a joke. And, and nobody should just be out here doing it. Right. right. Uh, be, because at the end of the day, you are you know, some of the only people who can take life, right? Maximize right. life. And so I think that, man, that's what you get when you have low training standards and all this kind of stuff. But as it relates to, man, this particular situation. Um, I, I was uh, pissed off, to say the least, because it it just, like you said, it seemed like a gang mentality. It was a gang mentality, um, and we don't need gangsters on the street, right? We don't we don't need gangsters wearing this uniform. We don't need gangsters being police. And you know, even as a citizen, I don't want somebody with a gangster mentality protecting me. Right. Right. And so I think that, you know, man, I did that work. You know, I did high risk traffic stops, and so just from the beginning of what we see, just just the body cam footage, it's tough what was going on,
0: yeah, exactly, same thing <laughs> hey, let me let me let me cut you off, but I'm gonna back real quick because when I went in the roll call that night and we all watched it as a squad, right, right, we all had. Our mouths were open because we were like, um, what was the probable cause for this stop?
1: What's going on?
0: You know what I mean? Like, this went from zero to 100.
1: Where?
0: Why is he getting pulled out of the car? Exactly. You know what I mean? Like, all right, if you suspect a weapon, then we need, why, why are your gun? You know why the guns? No. We, we do that stuff. People don't think we do. But no, we police, our police. Right. But the problem is we can't normally go public with it. Right. The department does not allow you to go public with you policing your own police because they wanted to go through the filter of, you know, the chief, internal affairs, and things like that. We handled, as you know, we would handle things in the locker room. We would have things on that street. Right, you that wild dude is out there locking people up on Christmas. Guess what? You out there by yourself, bro, because ain't nobody coming to back you up. Citizens don't see this. Right, how we police our own, but. Again, we can't come out with it, or, you know, publicly and say, okay, this is what we do. Right. But trust me, when I looked at that, we all did. We were waiting for the, okay, um, you know, that 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 <laughs> moment where we go, okay, now I see why they so did You make sense of it, but you couldn't. Right? Didn't see that at all through the whole thing. And then it, what you said, it goes back to training. Now, I will say this as far as me working in Baltimore prior, working in D.C., you know, not going to name my current department now, but, you know, send Maryland, I would say cops, um, police officers up this way receives the best training, period, right? Because we, it's mandated that we do the tactical village stuff. We It's mandated that we have to do so many hours of in-service, which it comes down to interaction with different people and situations and things like that a lot of departments don't have those standards because of the simple fact is we're dealing with numbers so right. i don't know how memphis is i really haven't looked into it yet but that Scorpion unit again that's high risk you know area unit Go in there and get the guns out because we're tired of a killing and i'm not justifying this young man's death at all right, right. that's a different act but my point is they go go out here Get guns off the street because we want these murders down, right? Right. Memphis is known for some serious gang activity. Sure. So how do you deal with that on both ends when you're the mayor or the police chief and you're like, damn, I'm sick of these, you know, blah, 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 killings and murders and shootings and and gang-related things and people, the real citizens, the citizens that pay the taxes are complaining. What do I do? So now you're caught between sometimes a rock and a hard place because you don't know what to throw at the crime and everybody says <clears throat> rec centers, training job. Yeah. I get that. <laughs> but if you don't want to work, you ain't going to work, bro. I don't care how much job training and anything else that they want to give you. You're not going to work. You just don't want to work because the, the easy money, you know, that the other sure. other avenue is there for you. to Why am I going to go out there and work at, at whatever place when I can make this amount and, and, a day than I make in a week. Right. 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 See, yeah. and I
1: think it's and it's so hard for me right right now, because so now you're pulling me into a different direction. Right. Because I think that um, we also got to remember that we're dealing with the largest system of 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 things. Right. And so you, you touched on it, the job training and, you know, all of that. That is a very real aspect that we cannot disassociate with crime right? Um, a lot of that is criminal prior criminal record. A lot of that is lack of jobs, lack of decent paying jobs um, as it relates to the housing market. And all of that is a larger system of things. So before we can even get to crime and drug dealing and drug using, we we'll have to address the conditions that the people in those high crime areas are living under, right? And um, Not everybody wants to do that. I agree. There is a particular community that just has nothing else better to do. And they would prefer to be on a corner. I know that, you know, again, I've done that type of work, but there is a number of them. If you looked at their record, there is no way that I would give them a job because the record is five pages long, Absolutely. but that's a prior history, you know? And so we have to now create programs where they can get rid of these records, right? Certain things, uh, won't hang over their heads and we can get them the training needed to be able to have another option so whether they take that other option or they out is is one thing right but them not having it in general is another and not having the opportunity is another so I just think that as it relates to cracking down on crime and drug use and you know drug dealing in these communities you got to first address the larger system and some of it is investing in these um lower income communities these high we got we have to invest right we have to invest first in that community um mentorship programs right people will only go as far as they're exposed right and so again i don't want to go down that rabbit hole but i do think that there are things we have to address as we address crime okay and states and cities that don't do that are just as guilty uh, yeah. as those who are on the corners.
0: Well, that's what I was going to get to. All right. So, most, most of these states and most of these cities that have super high crime rates belong to right. Right? right? right. You know that, right? They belong to Democrats. They are Democratic run cities.
1: Sure. Oh.
0: Now, because people are like, oh, you must be Republican. Nope, nope, I'm independent because I look at both sides of it, right? Because I had that opportunity to look at both sides of it. But okay. it's most of these cities with the super high crime rates and whatever, a democratic city, bro. And sometimes you got to look at that and go, well, wait a minute, we keep voting this way and oh. what is going to change? Because see, I'm one of those people, I look at it very Very, you know, with a big view of, all right, we we got a president, and you know, whoever voted for him, that's fine, that's whatever. But we got a president who pours billions of dollars into Ukraine, right? Right, right. Because it's a bigger picture for the United States, because we want that, but because to me, all that is, you want that buffer state, right? You know, Poland and Russia. That's all it is. I want to keep them as a buffer state. Okay. You're pouring billions of dollars into that when there are people now that can't even afford the price of eggs, bro. Right, right. You see, you know, you know, you, and you notice where sure. you know, these eggs, how much? Yeah. some my eggs. Farmers ate nothing. We we don't have a shortage of eggs in this country. <laughs> All farmers, right? So look at that. And, and the average person is sitting there like, Okay, wait a minute. How much did you give them? Right. right. Right? You know that when when you say the programs and I look at it, I'm like, okay, you guys are you guys are Democrats. You are democratic cities. Mm-hmm. And you get together and you go and you address these things. But right. it's it always seems like it's just talking and talking right. until something happens and then it's oh, we're gonna start this mentoring program and then it lasts for a year and then it runs out of funds and then it's back to you know, business as normal. High crime rate again. Sure, I say that because again, Washington D.C. has some of the most extensive programs I've seen for for people um, who are, are, are of low income. And I right. never forget, they had a truck driving program for people to get that CDL. They paid for it. All you had to do was go to school, and it was empty. I remember talking to the teacher, like the class wow. was empty because. The guys in one side of this cause DC set up like that, one street was beefing right. the other street, and the other street was where the center was. So right. they cross over to go into the center to work. You, you know what I'm saying? And you right, right. that runs, right? The beef or the streets and shit like that. So stuff like that like blows my mind because we that all can be fixed, right? Sure. I get it. The and This man, this young man shouldn't have died at all. But at what point do we start looking at the people that we vote in and say, okay, maybe we need to protest what you do with this money that
1: you keep? That's true. I think that it really is a, multi, a multi-dimensional uh, issue, right? And I think that no one answer will fix it. <clears throat> Excuse me. But I think that at the end of the day, um, one, Yes. It has to, well, let me first say this. Part of that is on the community, to be honest, to be 1000% honest. Part of the community. Um, At the end of the day, people will only go as far as they are exposed, right? And so people, they they have to start modeling what it looks like to be a man or a a, a human being in community, right? Right. Um, Community is important. And so if I see no successful people, no kind, loving, you know empathetic people in my community, then I become like what I see, right? And, and, and people are their relationships. So if I have no loving, caring, compassion, kind, empathetic relationships, you know, in uh, my vicinity. I don't see those people in my community, then I don't have that, right? How do you expect me to grow if I'm not being nourished, right, or watered by something or someone who is successful? And I also put that on certain popular, famous figures who come out of our cities, who leave the city and don't come back, right? Um, At the end of the day, we need you to come back and be a light to these individuals so they can see that there is more and that there is better, and you ha- we need people to be influences to these individuals, right? No, you probably shouldn't shoot that dude because there's a better way to handle that, right? Yeah, I know how you feel, but that's your pride, and don't let your pride send you to jail, right? But if we don't have, if we got people in the ear saying, "No, nah, don't let him do that to you," now nah, you get what I'm saying? I think there's a difference. There's a difference from the kid who has an influence who says, "Yeah, hey, I know he cussed you out, yeah, but at the end of the day, bro, catch it on another day." Hey, you got how to walk away, right? That voice, as opposed to the voice that says, you know, you better not let him do that to you. You better not let him embarrass you. That decides whether this young man goes to jail for the rest of his life or whether he gets to stay out and live and grow and be successful and learn, right? So I think part of that is the community. They are not standing up and being models in their community. And in, the pr- in some of the parenting, I got to say that too, bro. Absolutely. <laughs> I agree, but when you talk about parenting, people get all sensitive and touchy, but that is an aspect. That's why I said it's multidimensional.
0: Yeah, because the, and uh, I know around here, most of or well, a lot of the crime, the violent crime, is being done by juveniles. 15, 16, 14. Yep. 13. we talking armed robberies, you know, murder, yep. shootings, carjackings. So we, you know, and, and part of the policing's I guess the culture was we were you used to get mad because we would go, damn, as soon as I put my hands on this young man, right. Up uh, the whole neighborhood comes out. Yep, He ain't do nothing. He ain't do nothing. He a baby. But yet, where were you those eight or nine times when he was out here shooting, robbing, and, and cutting up on the streets? You knew what he was doing, but you paid no attention and then as soon as the police grab him, now he becomes a baby and then mama comes out the house. My baby ain't do nothing. He was he been in the house all day. No, that's not true. Right. So that's the frustration that law enforcement feels on the on the on the daily. I know that for sure. Right. But I'm, I'm going to bring it back to this point of the the Memphis guys, because I gonna get back into that. Right. Those officers, from what I understand, could be wrong, but kind of looked into it a little bit. They were fairly new hires. And, you know, I'm not saying everybody's standards. When you them.
1: say new hires, what do you mean?
0: Like, well, I don't think nobody was veterans in that group. And when I mean veterans, I'm talking about guys with at least four or five years on, minimum. Oh. Right? Minimum. Because yeah. right. you're not even a police until two years you're on the street. Right, right, right. Right? You know that, right? So yeah. it's like I always said the blind leading the blind. Correct. You know what I mean? And that's for me. That's where it looked like it turned into that gang act of, oh. all right, bro, I'm a one up you. And no, I'm a one up you. I'm a one up you. So they forgot that they were police officers to me, and it became a almost like a cat and mouse game with this with this young man's life. And every like I say, everything we saw the standing him up, punching him again, and other. I saw no act of resisting except for the guy. Uh, trying to, I guess, figure out what's going on. And, and trust me, I'm that officer that I'm going to match your force with force if I have to, but I'm not going to unduly come up and punch in my in the face or it, it, that's just not necessary. And then, you know, you heard this once the cuffs come on, game's over. Right. Right. It on me, spit my face, whatever. Okay. But that's what they have mace for. Right. right, you can write your way in and out of that. That's that's perfectly okay to do. Somebody spit in your face with cuffs on. Okay, I'll handle it, but I'm not punching them in the face. Right. Not using my ass baton, things like that. That stuff doesn't even cross your mind. And these guys here, you no, know, it looks like they just, all right, I'm going to one up you. Okay, you, you did this, you whatever. The kick in the head, that was like, man. Bro, like, did y'all just
1: kick him in the head? Like, when I saw this, um, you know, again, I was, I was pissed off, and I think that's an understatement. Again, because um, there are people who do that job with, uh, with integrity, you it's know, a lot, and they deal with pride, and you know, the badge means something, and the uniform means something, and, and I, I, I get that. These individuals were uneducated. One and untrained right i think that again in order to for you to have that gang mentality meaning in my opinion right in my law enforcement opinion you never fully became a police officer yeah you never became a public servant yeah because That's public true. service don't do that so there was no transformation that had taken place in them right for them to become a, a public servant Exactly. you you went through the academy but the academy didn't really get right. into right? And so to, to, to people um, who actually do that job with pride and honor, I think that that's offensive. I don't want people, again, I don't want gangsters working beside me. No, I need you to be tough. I need you to have, you know, heart, right? I need you to be ready to, to get down when it's time to get down. And we have to protect somebody. We have to defend our lives. I need you present in the moment. But I do not want somebody with a gangster get back mentality working beside me. And nobody should. Yeah. Because 2023, you're going to get all of us locked up and we see what happens. <laughs>
0: exactly. All of us locked up or one of us killed. Exactly. A simple traffic stop because that guy's thinking, Oh, I'm about to get killed. And you stopping here for something as simple as uh, his coat hanging out the, you know, the door. Hey bro, let me let you know your, your coat hanging out the door and you get shot or killed or somebody, you know, gets shot or killed. Right. So that put us in a bad, again, that put, everybody in a bad situation because that guy who was already on a nine, who hated police for whatever reason, now he's on the 10 and now he's probably more apt to do some violence against an officer who's just doing his job, who just comes for that simple domestic who, you know, who comes for that simple theft right. or, or just that simple traffic stop and where he was going to issue a warning and he walks up to the car or he or she and get shot and killed. So, yeah, I I totally agree with that, and that was part of the part of the anger, you know. Because again, I said we got to deal with this. We are gonna have to deal with what y'all did, and like I said, it just it it looked just like a gang initiation. It,
1: it contributed to the the like like you mentioned of policing. Yeah, end, we have to deal with that, and you just made it ten times harder for us. Not just proving to people that we're good guys, but further. Our safety, people's safety, police officers' safety, public servants, firefighters, everybody's safety is in jeopardy because now, when you wear a uniform, you look like somebody Yeah. Who so again, when I, I, I also saw a lack of moral compass, you know, like like at the end of the day, just as a human being, nobody said, "Bro, chill out." Right. Tap Not- tap out. Let me tell.
0: Ta- yeah, tap out. I'm in. Let me get this guy some help. Correct. The medical help. Let me call the board. No handcuffing and then a handcuff he wind up getting un I, that it, it just made you know it was almost like a a catch and release game where it was like cool. I got you. we're gonna nope. let you go for a minute then we're gonna clamp down on you again and then we're gonna let you get. Where was the medics? where was the you know the supervisor scene it's like, hey, enough, right because they didn't call him and then it was kind of it that was the most diluted scene. I've seen where you didn't even know what was going on until the very end. And then they were talking about it. Like they had just won a, a trophy. You know what I mean? It was like, yeah, he did this, he did this, he did. Nah, bro. That was no professionalism or training there. And you know me, I'm a big proponent of police officers who do right. 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 But when you do this, I, it's, it, nope. Because again, my years of, of working and doing stuff and seeing stuff and being involved in two shootings and dealing with people, nah, that's not the way that's not the way we are actually trained to do stuff and traffic stop. So you know, I feel bad for the family. Um, I feel bad for, for everybody who's involved in this. These guys are going to do time, and I'm okay with that. Great. How much time you want to give them. That's great. Whatever it is, give them the time, right? But I that think that something that change changes where I'm with that. With the, we already got body cams, but I'm with that. Right. Okay. Um, now, because because now I see, you know, because all this is going to do is fuel the more defund the police, defund the police, defund the police right. spectrum, right? right? And it's hurt inner cities um, more. So to me, it's just like. We, we got to figure something out where, like you said, okay, we can do the background and stuff like that, but I just think more hands-on, because we don't, we don't do the hands-on scenarios and stuff a lot. A lot of police wait until the last week to say, okay, we're going to do what they call officer survival training. Now, that stuff, the scenarios need to be done weekly in the academy, if not daily, yep. Yep. right? But we're learning other stuff, civil
1: we need law. to be done throughout the year.
0: Right. Yeah. So, well, yeah. Exactly. Instead of you know once a year or, or right. things like that. So you're right. I agree with that. And sure. We gotta we gotta work on that, bro.
1: You be honest, man. I have again when I when I tell you I did this, you know this traffic stuff like they did, just as they did. When I tell you I did it, trust me, I did it. Um, and you know, in in the Baltimore area, one of the most you know dangerous cities that that we know, right? And so I think that I'm not being Critical of these guys, I'm saying that it was unneeded, right? And when I say that, I say that because at the end of the day, the the things that they did, bro, they were comfortable doing in, it, doing it, right? Which further, um, really talks about a culture, right? Which it, and and I study besides these guys in, in, in school right now at Duke in a master's program, and people are asking questions, man. I guarantee you there's more there's more claims like that. Well, I guarantee you that there are more cases just like that in Memphis somewhere in a cabinet. Yeah. I guarantee you. Yeah. Because as comfortable as they was to narrate their actions on body cam says that I'm not worried about the possible consequences. Right. That's connected to what I just did. Which further means, insinuates that. The people who are reviewing these body cams either don't give a dag on, or I have someone above me who's gonna make sure I'm all right and I get out of this. Which meaning that they've done it before. It must be a practice. But you but you know this too. You're not gonna
0: review, nobody reviews your body cam unless it comes to light for something for an investigation. It stays for 30 days and then it's deleted. Right, right, right. Right? So unless there's a complaint made, once you dock that, you know that you dock that body cam and you tag it, you'll get an email 30 days later saying, Hey, we deleting this, 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 and you fine with it because it's not as, you know, you saving for court or anything like that. So you're, you're correct with that. Like no Lieutenant or Sergeant is going to review your stuff. Unless like I said, there's a complaint made right. or because remember, most of the time you can't review an officer's body cam randomly because right. um you know kind of like the policy of violating officers rights yeah. i'm not saying you shouldn't but i just think if there's a pattern and it's officers you know always getting complaints or things like this because all that's going to come out in court right. but yeah i i agree with that yeah look at this stuff because again the life you life I say maybe my own because you don't want to work with it, uh, and we we not even call these guys dirty cops, for sure. cops at all. I like I said, I just think they they formed up that group and they were in that group, and somebody said go out there and get us guns at all costs, right? right. And that's that's the mentality, and look what it cost a life, and an unfortunate thing. But um, yeah. So you you got need um, last comments or remarks on this? You can yeah, through. man,
1: I think that um, you know, th- and not not to go down this rabbit hole, but police officers in general have to be conscious, man. We got to be conscious. Officers will still do that work on the street. They really got to be conscious of how uh, they treat people, how they handle people, and where they stand. I think that um, a lot of the practices that um, police, if they're not careful, will engage in is uh, a part of the larger system, in my opinion, of uh, institutional uh, and systematic racism. You know, I think that we have to be careful. Officers have to be careful where they stand when they handle people. Because, and I'm going to just be honest with you, um, white people aren't being killed on traffic stops. You know, Um, it's just the truth. Um, And the, the numbers say that they're not, not over red lights or, you know, or over, quote unquote, reckless driving. And so I think that we have to be careful how we engage when we stop people. You know, are you contributing to the detriment of particular people or are you treating everybody fairly and approaching every scene as if it's it's a new scene or a new call, you know, Um, and, and not to approach, you know, certain cars, certain people, you know, attitude ish or you know any kind of way we got to treat every call like it's a new call and everybody black or white young or old with the same amount of uh dignity you know otherwise you're contributing to a larger um you know system and uh, again i just don't see uh other people being killed on traffic stops it's just us and i think that as cops we just got to be mindful not to contribute to further uh, the detriment of of others so it's it's a hard thing to do man i tell you policing is 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 the hardest job i think uh around it's the hardest job around and it takes so much but it can be done you know it can be done it can be right
0: I, i i mean i agree i agree with that um wholeheartedly so what what's gonna happen um i'm probably gonna have you back you know yeah. once the trial starts or if they even go to trial, they take a plea, whatever, we're gonna talk about that. I'm gonna get you back with that. And then I'm probably gonna have you I have somebody on the other side of the uh the ball as I call it. And we're gonna do a three way interview. Um what I'm gonna call it a Republican voice who, you know, yeah. out on just, hey, everybody's accountable for what they do, and we soft on crime, and you know that takes. So that's gonna be interesting. But um, I'll let you know when, and I'm a you know we're gonna talk about that off air for sure. And what I'll do is, like I say, once the trial begins or we get some more information, I'm gonna have you back because it was uh it's, it's good hearing another voice of it that may not be your own view, but you know. Right. Like I said, we we don't have to agree on everything. For sure. But we can at least have open dialogue. So, yeah, thanks for being on the the show. I appreciate it. Thank you. I'll be reaching out to you very shortly. Man, already. Thank you. I appreciate it. All right. Have a good day. You too. Talk to you. Bye-bye.